Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Not sure if uh, Vern will join us, but uh, if he does, he does. Today's trivia theme, because we always ask a trivia question at uh, each commercial break, famous NFL games and events. All right, famous ones. And don't worry, we're not going Thank back. Thank God we're leaving baseball. But yeah, well, it's going to say it's a time, it's a time to start getting back into football. And, yeah, uh, thank worry, God. There's, there's no questions about uh, Jim Thorpe or, you know, those days. All right. Uh, when we come back, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Serena Williams, the NFL season preview, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs, uh, college football. By the way, F.P. Santangelo provided all of these excellent subjects for us this, today. <laughs> it's like it's my job or something to do yeah. something. <laughs> I know. I tell you, this uh, th- this weekend was just a little bit too uh, jam packed, uh, um, you know, for Labor Day. Uh, a lot of stuff going on actually in college football. And then, did you guys see the Rams Bengals joint practice brawl? Did you see that? Uh, joint practices are so dumb. Yeah, I don't I mean, know why they still do them. Well, interesting because you know you had the two Super Bowl teams. Yeah. In there and uh, kind of got a little bit uh, a little bit crazy. They didn't say they didn't say specifically what started it. But there is a little video um, about, you know, the helmets flying and that sort oh, of thing. Oh, yeah, Donald swinging his helmet, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And then um, Bronny, uh, Le- LeBron James' son, uh, what a, they're talking about, okay, he's this is his senior year in high school. So, you know, what's he going to do after that? Yeah. Did they change the rules that you can go right to the pros from high school? I don't remember. I think it, you it, have it, to it, stop in the G Leagues. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you go to the G Leagues for like a year, I believe, or half a season. Uh, okay, because okay. yeah, no no more like Kobe Bryant or Sean Kemp or, or LeBron, actually, himself. Yeah. All right, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments yielding between 7 to 9% secured by real estate. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe. 
where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Attention business coaches or those looking to be a business coach. Imagine finding your annual $12,000 to $50,000 coaching fees before you started coaching your new clients. Darren Stenfold is a marketing strategist and has a proprietary process where he can find any small business owner $100,000 in 45 minutes without spending a dollar on marketing or advertising. If you're looking for a proven system to follow for your coaching, access to proprietary profit acceleration software, DFI group coaching, coaching software, and high-end step-by-step training, this is for you. Accepted, hard-working candidates can expect to earn over $200,000 in their first 12 months if successful. Go to www.impelcoach.com to learn more. The coaching industry is a $100 billion industry, offering high net profits, massive opportunity for growth, and the freedom to work the hours you want from where you want. Go to www.impelcoach.com today. That's impelcoach.com. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel, leading the way as the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Okay, so the audience doesn't know that when we cut to a break, uh, F.P. was mentioning that he's sort of lost his romanticism with uh, baseball. Well, I was just explaining to you guys that we should lead off with NFL and college football topics because I've seen the metrics and the numbers and they just pop, right? I need to know this stuff as a producer, the guy behind the scenes. But yeah, I was explaining to you guys that like I know too much about baseball. I know too much about the business side of it that I've kind of like lost, you know, that uh, I, I, I'm still romantic about baseball, but I like football is my number one sport just because it feels like I know too much about baseball. And it's funny because I feel like players – in baseball are the same way too because they just know like teams are trying to make money and this and that i'm not saying nfl teams aren't trying to do that right but 
for me, like I like football is awesome. I get super giddy about football, and I still get giddy about baseball. But like right now, to me, like it's just football until the playoffs in baseball. Yeah, like, I'm just not. I don't care about. I just don't care about baseball right now until it gets to October. Maybe if there's like a good race here and there, I'll tune in. Sure. But right now, it's all football. And a lot of I, it, I think. FP, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's one – if you're a fan of a team, there's only one game per week and that you really have that buildup. Whereas with baseball, with 162 games, yeah. you can't get excited about one game in the, in, in the regular season. It's just no one game means very much. Well, not only that, but right now, since football is starting, like everybody's on the same – you know, everyone's yep. at zero, 0 so there's no – yeah, no big advantage yet. And uh, interesting because sometimes you, you'll hear from players, former players, uh, no matter what sport it is, uh, they they just don't watch their sport. You yeah, know, I know. Interesting. True. You know, and That's whereas true. the average fan is, you know, still going crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people I know that won't watch their sport, whether it's for like mental reasons, like they don't they kind of like don't want to have imposter syndrome or, you know, they just want to focus on themselves. Um, they don't lock into their sport for that reason, but yeah. I don't know. Football is just, it's taken more interest recently in my life and I really like it. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to get into it now, we could talk some football. I have the odds right now. We could, okay. do, we could do a college football or we could go into the NFL. What do you want to do first? We'll start off with the NFL since we're kind of right there. Go ahead. Perfect. All right. So I have the odds since this is Sports Econ 101. About the favorite to win the Super Bowl this season, guys. Do you want to give me your guess who the favorite is? Okay, so a lot of times they'll go with the one who who won last year, but this year, uh, I'm not, I don't know. For some reason, the Cowboys are sort of throwing, getting sort of in the mix there. All right, so you got the Cowboys, Russ. What do you got? Are you there, Russ? Uh Oh, he, he had to, I think he had to take another call. He's driving. He's he okay. got some legal issues he's got to deal no, with. Okay, I'm here. Oh, there right he is. Here. Okay, who's, uh, who's favorite to win the Super Bowl? Oh, man. I mean, don't I don't want to sound like a homer, but I'm going to go with the 49ers. Ah. I really believe the 49ers, if everything goes behind Trey Lance the way it's supposed to, the Niners are as good a team to get to the Super Bowl and win it as any of the teams out there. And to, to put my money where my mouth is, I drafted Trey Lance as my starting quarterback. Yeah, there you nice. Go. Okay, so I believe. okay, guys, I have it right here. The Buffalo Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, finally. Yeah. Man. Okay. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Chiefs are tied for two with yeah. their odd values. And I'm looking across all the sports books, okay? Sure. Then the Rams, yeah. technically at three. The Packers, the Chargers – the 49ers and the Broncos. Interesting. Not order. The Niners are a possibility. Broncos surprise me as, as a pick. You know, a lot of people are taking the Broncos. They really like Russell Wilson. Apparently, he's got a great arm. It's a very live arm over there in Denver. Uh, when you're watching NFL Network or you're watching a lot of these talking heads really get excited about a team, the Broncos really pop. And I think it's really disrespectful to what the Kansas City Chiefs are and what they've done. Yeah. I mean, you lose Tyreek Hill, and all of a sudden you think they're going to be horrible. I don't think so. I think the Chiefs are still going to win that, yeah. that conference, so I don't know. I like the Chiefs' pickup of Juju McSchuster. So I think that they're not going to drop off that much with uh, Hill off the team. 
Yeah, I, I agree. But a lot of people are drinking that Kool-Aid about the Denver Broncos. And, hey, maybe they proved me wrong. But um, we'll see. They really like the new offensive coordinator over there. They really like the coach. They really like all the, the receivers around Russell Wilson. Because if you think I just about think Russell Wilson. too many pieces. Yeah, I mean, defensively, they've been pretty good last season. They were just missing, I guess, a guy at quarterback. But I don't know. We'll see. There's If you guys look around this league, and you will on Sunday or Thursday night or whatever time you're going to tune in to watch football this week, because yeah. this is the first week, you're going to see so many different guys on different teams that you're going to go, oh, wait a minute. I forgot that person got traded or he said yeah. <laughs> yeah. it. Like this offseason was probably the craziest offseason in NFL history. And even when I was watching preseason, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that yeah, guy's yeah. over there. Uh, like, yeah. I forgot Jarvis Landry was with the New Orleans Saints. And then you got Baker Mayfield with the Panthers. And then you got yeah. this going on and this going. It's like all these different storylines. So I'm super interested. It's going to be really cool. But are you telling me that the Lions and the Jaguars are not in that hunt for, for the Super Bowl? Elite. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I not say part this, of the NFL though. elite. I haven't seen this in a while, but the Detroit Lions have better odds to win the Super Bowl than the Chicago Bears. Wow. Which is, I, oh, that's fair. That's a I fair mean, statement. No one's, no one's even picking the Bengals in there this year, huh? Uh, the that's Bengals, a good point. Yeah, the Bengals, it looks like they're 11th favorite to win the Super Bowl. Boy, if I'm Joe Burrow, so I'm gonna, that's going to be a chip on my shoulder. That's a good value pick right there. But, yeah, I'm looking at the, the wins totals for the season. A lot of them are like 11 and a half wins over under – I think the 49ers, because we're homers here, Yeah. Uh, I think they're at 10 wins, so over under 10 wins this season. So it's it's interesting. It's really That's cool. Um, I'm excited for the football season. Yeah, very good. And then um, let's see here. We got a couple of minutes. Uh, college football. Yeah. So college football started awesome games this weekend. Um, we could get kind of, this will be a long discussion. So we maybe, we'll uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to, in about a minute and a half, we're going to cut to a break. Okay. Well, let's talk about the big games this weekend. Then we'll tease the new playoff format and how this kind of gets involved. So you probably saw Notre Dame, Ohio state this weekend. That was a great game. Uh, Notre Dame hung tough, right? I was really surprised. I thought Ohio state was going to blow them out. But then if you watch the other big game, Georgia, Oregon, that wasn't even close. It was 49 to three absolute massacre and that shows you how bad the pac 12 is in comparison to the sec it's not even the same ballpark and then utah loses to the florida gators so now the pac 12's two only hopefuls are completely out the pac 12's already erased maybe of usc but usc didn't even look that great it's a mess over here on the west coast i mean what happens if they lose the first game but then they just run the table it can happen, but, I mean, those teams look so overmatched with SEC teams. Like, it wasn't even close to me. Like, even – like, Florida – the Florida-Utah game was pretty close, but Florida is not like an Alabama or anything. Yeah. They, they have a Heisman hopeful in their quarterback, I think, Anthony Richardson, I believe his name is. Huh. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's – it was super, super apparent. And then, of course, the college football playoff format was just announced. That might happen in 2024. Twelve teams in the playoffs are coming soon. We'll get into that next. Yeah, time. but that's that we're going to get into. Okay, we're going to get to our first commercial break. We're talking NFL events uh, and games, famous ones. Go all the way back to 1978. And I, I remember watching this game live and going, what? What just happened here? Okay. Uh, this quarterback, all he had to do was, to win the game was kneel down and run out the clock. Instead, 
a handoff was called from the sidelines. The quarterback attempted to give the ball to Larry Zonka, but it was fumbled and ran back for the winning score by a future NFL head coach. Now, the question is, who was that quarterback who basically muffed up the, the handoff? And I, I remember hearing uh, uh, from uh, interviews that Larry Zonka, he was going, wait a minute, what, what, the call is to hand me the football? Which Larry Zonka, is a, you know, he, he was coming from the, uh, uh, from the Dolphins to this team. And uh, there's no reason there should have been a handout, but the, the coach for this team. It's just been one of the great best. cautionary tales in NFL history. You, you, you remember this? You don't do when you're, yeah, you're exactly, up on the team. Exactly. Okay. Question is, who was the quarterback who muffed up? Hello, you there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Back to Sports Econ 101 one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Uh, so we're talking very interesting NFL events and games. In a 1978 game, all this quarterback had to do to win the game was kneel down and run out the clock. Instead, a handoff was called from the sidelines. The quarterback attempted to give the ball to Larry Zonka, but it was fumbled and ran back for the winning score by a future NFL head coach. Who was the quarterback who muffed up that handoff? And extra points if you can uh, uh, give us the NFL coach, who, uh, a future NFL coach who ran it back for a winning score. Well, I'm pretty sure it was Bob Greasy. No, because you're, you're thinking of when Zonka was with the Dolphins. This, oh, was when he, okay. this was when he got traded to the Giants. I don't Joe, know. Joe Pisarczyk. Joe Pisarczyk. Uh, okay, so now who was the uh, winning uh, – who, who, who was the um, – the, the guy who ran it back for the winning score. Wasn't that Herm Edwards? From, from the, if, yeah. If, 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 if you're on me. If you, yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember. I Again, I have the wrong quarterback. So Yeah, that's okay. The, All right. right. So I, one, one quick thing here. Uh, the Rams and Bengals had a joint practice, and apparently there was a brawl. Of course, you're talking the two uh, Super Bowl teams from last year. Helmets were swung at each other. They're, apparently the NFL is kind of saying, well, this is a joint practice, so it's not really a real game and, and we're not going to do any penalties. Yeah, um, Aaron Donald was the only one that swung the helmet, by the way. The, yeah. like, the most predominant NFL player not named Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the NFL kind of went, ah, you know, it's up to you guys <laughs> if you want to suspend him. I don't think it would be good, though, for uh, ratings if you did. And they're like, no, I think we're going to keep our best player, so we're not going to suspend him. Yeah. That went down. So my question is, it's one thing to have like a little bit of a a mini shoving match, but when a guy takes his helmet, and I like Aaron Donald, so there's nothing personal to him, but you know, when a guy takes his helmet, takes a helmet off, and I think it seemed like it it was like he grabbed a a Bengals helmet too. I mean, I don't know if he had two different helmets with him, but swinging a helmet at at somebody, um, you know, does that kind of like push it over the line? Should there have been something? Well, as Adam Schefter is famously known for saying, that is the definition of assault. And you can charge somebody for assault, for swinging a helmet. It's, use, it's a use of force with a deadly weapon. It's like if, if, if a baseball Yeah, but we never see it. Weapon, it's that sort of thing. Yeah. That sort of thing is never called in the pros. I mean, remember the, the, the uh, Clemente bat? Yeah. You know, that was yeah. in, in hockey. That guys out. are using hockey sticks. Yeah. Well, Ron Marichal famously, uh, so, you know, started I mean, I think it's, yeah. But that's the thing is, if somebody got really, really hurt, yeah, maybe that's when they would have really kind of stepped it up. Yeah, I think if somebody dies or has like 
permanent brain damage from somebody swinging a baseball bat at someone or, or doing this or doing that. And yeah. it's, it's clearly assault. Like the guy's angry. He's going after someone. Yeah. I, I feel like that's, that's a grounds of like an open, like, I don't know. Russ would know he's the lawyer here, but I feel mm-hmm. like you could definitely charge somebody with assault, especially with all the cameras around. There's tons of evidence. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, really. And it's at the workplace. <laughs> well, but there's yeah. also an assumed risk. There's also an assumed risk that when you, you play these sports, you know, guys are carrying, you know, sticks or, or they're carrying bats or. Yeah, you but know, they're using uh, it in a way that's not supposed to be used though. Right. Yeah. But a, a criminal charge has never been filed against anyone, even in egregious situations. Because usually the penalties that are enforced within the sport itself are enough to get people to behave. And, yeah. and most courts feel like, okay, well, you know, if you're fined, you know, a million dollars or, you know, you're suspended for 10 to 12 games, you see in the most oh, part that, that, the, the, that um, the courts don't get involved. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson as another good example. Yeah. You Russ, know. I'm going to get back to you next commercial break, but I'm pretty sure someone's been arrested before in the minor leagues for using their bat as a weapon. In the minors. In the minor in leagues. In the minors, yeah. but we've yeah, no, I've never, it's never happened in the pros because, again, they look at the pros as being the, – the professional organizations as being sort of the law enforcement, so to speak. The minor leagues, yeah. though, is a professional sports league, though, and they sure. are well, an umbrella so. of the larger organization. So I'll it's get back fine. to you. I'll yeah, get back to it. Good point. Yeah, because I remember uh, Juan Marichal, it was, it was famous that he uh, there was an inside pitch to him back in, back in the days when they used to pitch to pitchers. Uh, and, uh, oh, it, was, it was a way different sport. You can actually slide into people at second base and break up double plays. It was a lot more fun, honestly. Yeah, it was, it was the same thing coming into home. You know, now, you, you know, after pretty much after his Buster Posey. The Buster uh, yeah, Posey the Buster role. Posey yeah. role. Yeah. yeah, and the ch- it's actually a Chase Utley rule too, because Chase Utley slid into somebody right. in the second base and really yeah. worked as well. So, wow, the Buster Posey slash Chase Utley rule can't slide late, can't break up anything. It is what well, it it's is. like and football. You know, there's been so I can see the scores just going through the roof because there's just so many defensive things you can't do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's at some point, it, it's, it's a number show that if you score more points, people tune in. Yeah, yeah, and, and I and I get that. It is more exciting to see more offense than defense from the, you know, except yeah. for the '85 Bears. That was kind of fun because they were such a, a, a huge defensive team. Um, yeah. So okay, we so- we teased the college football playoffs, and I want to get into the format real quick. So yeah, it's been approved by the NCAA that college football is expanding to a 12-team playoff system, maybe as early as 2024. All right, but for sure by 2026. And I'm looking right here, the TV rights deals spread amongst all the major corporations can net up to $2 billion extra dollars a year just from these playoff games. So that's, if you're wondering why they're doing this, um, it's for <laughs> money, Sports Econ 101. Sure. Well, you but know. How the I, format's going to work, let me, let me just get okay, this real quick. So the first four teams don't have to play. They all have buys, and then 5 through 12 play each other. And then the next round, they'll play the first four teams. Okay. So I, the thing I like about it, in fact, even when they finally came out with a BCS championship game um, is, you know, before it was kind of weird. You'd have so many different teams, so many different, you know, 
Pac-10, Big 8, you know, and all that kind of stuff, right, Big 10. And um, what ended up happening was, you know, the teams never played each other to, to yeah. see who was really, you know, and so you have this vote. Who's the best team? And it's like, well, that's not really fair. Oh, I hated that. I hated Don't that you vote. think that we're, we're going to get to a point where we may see divisionless football in college that, you know, where it's, it's you're not going to have even bowl games matter anymore to these colleges and it's going to be all about the tournament. Yeah, there's too much money in the, in the, there's too much money, I think. In yeah, that. In the bowl I games. hate bowl games. I hate bowl games. I, I, I count me as the exception, but I can't stand them. I, well, so I really want to see the bowl system eliminated. You know, it's funny when I was when I was a kid, you had you know the the, the sugar bowl, the cotton bowl, and the rose bowl and the orange bowl, and I think that was it. And now they got about like seventy five different bowl games, you know. And they're so meaningless. They're yeah. so meaningless. Yeah. You have, you know, you have teams that are barely over five hundred yeah. facing each other, you know, and 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 in matchups that you wouldn't watch on a regular weekend if they were happening. Yeah. But you, because it's a bowl game, you're supposed to, you know, get up at four in the morning and, and turn on your TV and stand an inch away from it. And it's like, <laughs> I have no excitement. I, I can't tell you, let's put it this way. I can't tell you the winner of any of the bowl games from last year. That's tell me, point, just ask, ask me Rose Bowl. I don't remember who won it. It's Ohio State. I don't know. It's, so two things. You know, I but I used to love bowl games because more football is always a great thing, right? You could just, like, turn on the TV. Oh, there's a bowl game. It's bowl game season. That's cool. Whatever. I'll, I'll just have it in the background while I'm cooking dinner or something. Sure. But then when the good bowl games came, you'd, you'd want to tune into those. Yeah. Now the NFL talent is just going straight to the draft. They're sitting out and they're not playing these games. Yeah. Right? Which good completely point. ruins it for me, right? Yeah. It ruins the competition because their best players are not even playing in it. Yeah, anyway, it's become so watered down. But I will say, like little bowls, like the cheese up bowl, where like there's no NFL talent on both teams; they're both going at it. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. But now the guys are sitting out. I, I have less interest for sure. So maybe this new playoff format helps. Yeah. But guys, the the real conversation we need to have here is who the hell is beating Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State? Like nobody. Who? Like nobody. Uh, this this college football playoff format is cute. Vanderbilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cute. You, you saw yeah. Oregon and Utah, who you thought were going to be two great 12 to pack 12 teams, get, yeah. get beat. Oh, Oregon got embarrassed. They got disgraced. Did I say that Oregon was going to be a great team? Because I don't remember saying that. <laughs> no. Well, no, they, they thought they were going to be a good team because they had one of the highest recruiting classes uh, last year and this year, too. So they're were, they were supposed to be good this season. I think they're ranked 11. So country. let me ask you: Is the reason that the um, the big talent doesn't play? It, it, I got to think one: they don't want to get hurt, and that'll just ruin their career. And two, if they're already kind of set, it, playing well is not going to really help them, but playing poorly might hurt them. Yes, I mean? injury too. Injury. Injury is most of the thing. Yeah. Hey guys, we're going to get to our second uh, trivia question here. All right, in a 1985 Monday night football game, Redskins quarterback Joe Theismann took a flea flicker lateral from John Riggins, but before he could deliver the ball downfield, he was hit by two superb defenders. On replay, viewers saw one of the most gruesome sights ever shown to football fans. Yep. The Theismann suffered a very nasty compound fracture to his leg. 
but he went back in there to finish the game. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the injury ended the quarterback's career. Who were the two defenders who combined for this memorable sack? Two of them. And I think everyone always remembers one, but they might have forgotten the second one. All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Every afternoon, we have vino and vinyl wine tasting. And on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, once the weather gets a little better, join us for dinner and a movie on site as we've remodeled our location to accommodate our outdoor movie theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds, and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. MountViewHotel.com Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sport Econ 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman here. I guess uh, Vern must have taken the day off. Uh, let's see here. In a 1985 Monday night football game, Redskins quarterback Joe Theismann took a flea flicker lateral from John Riggins, but before he could deliver the ball downfield, he was hit 
excuse me, by two superb defenders. On replay, viewers saw one of the most gruesome sights ever shown to football fans. Theismann suffered a very nasty compound fracture to his leg. This injury ended the quarterback's career. Who were the two defenders who combined for this memorable sack? Was Marshall one of them? No, no. Okay, so uh, it was against the Giants. Who's, who, who was, was it who? Lawrence Taylor? Yes, Lawrence Taylor. And so Lawrence Taylor was one. He put his hand onto his head like, oh, my gosh, look at this guy. Right, that's what I remember. That's what I remember. That okay, so you remember that. But you don't remember the second guy? <sighs> Man, um, Bert? No, Henry Carson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you know that Joe Theismann's actual last name is Thiesman? Oh, Thiesman. It was pronounced oh. Thiesman. Is that right? And he changed yeah. it to Theismann because it rhymed with Heisman? No way. Oh, you know what's funny? Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking at how you spell his name, and it really is Thiesman. But, yeah, nobody calls him Thiesman. It's Theismann. No. <laughs> he, he, he told everyone that his last name should be pronounced Theismann because it rhymes with Heisman. Heisman. I didn't know that. That's pretty good. <laughs> Speaking okay. of Edward Brown, do you know yeah. about the Brown brothers, the Saint Brown brothers that play in the NFL, the receivers? Uh, they changed their name to there, Saint Brown. Well, there was there was Eddie Brown, who was a uh, a great return kicker. But uh, no, go ahead. And Tim I'm, Brown. I'm, I'm talking about Amon Ross Saint Brown. He's a wide receiver. So there's these three brothers in the NFL that are all wide receivers because their dad is. It's kind of a nut, but he's he's a really good coach. So he's got three sons in the NFL. He changed his last name to St. Brown because it's more marketable. And then he named his kids these ridiculous, like, historical names, like Amon Ra, St. Brown, like Egyptian God. <laughs> like all these crazy things. They market his sons. And you know what? It works because I remembered it. So very, very good. It's like George Foreman naming his six boys all George. That way, when you say, hey, George, take out the garbage, at least one of them. Answer, yeah, I think. Uh, so he even named his daughter Georgina. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I remember that. There's no, there's you know, no, and why, why, okay, here's the question if you are going to name your daughter after yourself, your name is George, why don't you name your daughter Georgia or Georgette? You know, why would you name her Georgina, which is just right. I've never heard a girl called Georgina before. My no, George, yeah, Georgia is good, Georgette, that's kind of a neat name, I like that. Sure, but Georgina, oh my God. You're so just funny, when you say Georgina, I think of his dog, Astro. George Jetson. Yeah. The other thing, though, is that then, oh, yeah. then you know you're taking out George Foreman's daughter. You, well, well, who wants to come home and say, who, who wants to go meet George Foreman and say, I'm dating your daughter? How, how, how scary a first person yeah. would that be? <laughs> Even when he's 90, it's still going to be scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in fact, didn't he – wasn't his last boxing match? He was, like, 60? Yeah. Yeah, he was still fighting, like, a couple tin cans. Yeah. Like, in his – and look, you never know when Evander Holyfield is going to get back in the ring. True. And they've got that new Mike Tyson movie that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? That, that Mike, Mike, I haven't seen it, but Mike, uh, Mike says it's, uh, he's, he's very upset wasn't realistic. You know, what's interesting was um, I, I was watching a, a thing about Muhammad Ali, which is very interesting. It was kind of his career. It was like one of those uh, documentary things. And when they got to him fighting George Foreman, I think that was the thrill in Manila. The problem was George didn't train the right way uh, because I, I George, Thorne, George 
Foreman was just a beast. I think he would have pummeled Muhammad if there's if it was see FP. Once upon a time, there was a thing called boxing that people watched. <laughs> hey, was, I like it, it. Really entertained people. I was I went to um, Oscar De La Hoya versus I think it was Pacquiao or something like that. I probably I forget. I forget. Yeah, wow. I, I went to one of those. It was it was in Sacramento or something like that. It was really weird. But um, um big one. Oh, so you, yeah. are you, not, you guys are not into the MMA fighting? Oh, yeah. I, I, I am. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I mean, I got to say. We talk uh, MMA, but when we talk MMA with me, I'm talking Hoist Gracie, and I'm talking Ken Shamrock, and I'm talking about Dan Severin, and I'm talking about Coleman. These are guys that are probably beyond the frame of reference of FP. You no, I know those guys. Know any of these. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah, Gracie, Gracie family is like the royalty of MMA. I know that. And then Shamrock, all those guys. I've watched you, videos. You want to hear something funny? Okay, well, uh, good. Many, many years ago, uh, my wife and I took a, a little trip to Vegas just for, for, just for fun, whatever. And we like to go to the gym. So I go to the gym and I see this like entourage of like six guys surrounding this one guy. And kind of going, what is, what's the deal here, right? You know, kind of sort of snickering inside. Because um, I'm thinking, what's well, guy needed? Why, why does he need protection? I mean, this guy looks like he kind of could take care of himself. <laughs> and then we go, it was one of those kind of weird situations. Just kept, coincidentally, I just happened to go into the sauna and there's all those guys. And I, kind of, I had to ask, I go, I, I go, okay, what's the deal, guys? You know, and I figured I'm old enough. They're not going to beat the hell, heck out of me. You know, <laughs> I'm just asking them a question. And they, and they said, oh, you know, this guy, he's fighting tomorrow, this MMA fighting. And I go, well, you know, what's MMA fighting? And because uh, I, I go, that's, that must be a new sport. And he goes, oh, well, it's, yeah, it's fairly new. I said, well, is there any money in it? He goes, well, first prize is like a million dollars. I go, holy smokes, you know, and that was, that was back then. I mean, no one, hardly anybody even knew what MMA was. And who was the fighter? Who was the fighter? Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember. Uh, Chuck Liddell. No. Uh, no, it wasn't him. <laughs> I did meet Lennox Lewis at a uh, residence inn in Sacramento. He was just, uh, he, he, had, he was having breakfast and um, my, my parents were actually staying there. And I went to visit my parents and he had just fought the night before. And I was like, you know, I was thinking Lennox Lewis would, would stay at the, the Hilton or the Hyatt yeah, in downtown. Yeah. Yeah. But instead he was at the residence inn. There you and, go. and I was like, there's no way this is Lennox Lewis. Yeah. And the, my friend was like, no, no, that's really Lennox Lewis. Wow. And then like, I, I, he was just by himself. And then, and then an entourage of like 50 people all came around him. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, well, it wouldn't be just an ordinary guy if it wasn't Lennox Lewis. So True. I did actually go up and shake his hand. And what surprised me, the two things, was he wasn't very tall, okay? Built like a brick house. Sure. He, I think I'm as tall as he is, and I'm 5'10". But he had the softest hands <laughs> of any athlete wow. I have ever touched. Well, well yeah, I think they're, they're constantly away. wrapped and, and put in gloves. It's yeah, actually, yeah. Kind of, this is kind of funny. Back in the 90s, I was in San Jose for, for something and uh, staying in a hotel. And again, same sort of thing. I see this one guy and I see like these six guys just sort of corral him as they're walking. And I'm, again, I'm kind of snickering because I'm thinking, what is, I mean, this is like, you know, in San Jose, it's no big deal, right? And, uh, and so I asked the uh, guy who was behind the counter, I said, I go, well, who, who is this guy, you know? And they said, he goes, I don't know, some guy named Puff Daddy or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was that was literally the beginning of his career. And he was just starting oh, to make wow. it up the ladder. Yeah. Then to go in for, I guess, you probably have a million of these stories. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I my favorite story kind of like that was uh when I had a run the other way in uh in Florida spring training. Uh FP senior was trying to make the Yankee squad in two thousand two. And I go up the, the reverse way on an elevator to go meet Derek Jeter. And I just remember I was like a I was like a nine year old kid. And I met Derek Jeter and he was just like it was in a mall. So it was a mall, and uh, he was just surrounded by like a hundred women, like sh- screaming and crying, like it's Derek Jeter. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when he shook my hand, he's like, "Hey, nice to meet you, son." Like all the girls screamed and cried out because I was like a little boy, and it's like he's meeting a little boy, and they yeah. thought it was the cutest thing. I just remember that vividly. <laughs> Such a weird situation, but yeah, there's Dude, like nine years like, old. So this was this was last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give him credit he's, he's a man now he's not a little boy he's a man hey, I, 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 know. Up for you. I have to say there was one minor league brawl incident that led to an arrest a felony charge so wow was yeah. it a baseball wow. bat? Okay. Yeah, back in uh, june 24th 2008 in class a penoria wow, so, wow. wow. must have went with a baseball bat uh no it just it got into the stands that's why and then fans uh-huh. certainly got got hit by uh, extraneous punches that weren't meant for them. So Oof. that's when it started Ooh, to get into like a big well, what about You remember the mal- malice in the palace? Oh, that's what I was just getting yeah, at. Malice in yeah, the yeah, palace, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I remember that. On our test. Panda yeah. friend. Panda yeah. friend. That's what he's going by now. Wait, what's his name now? Ron Artest. Well, no, you know, he, he is now Panda world. friend. He is now known as Panda's friend. Panda's friend? And like panda, yes. like like the like the uh, panda bear, Sandoval. Yeah, but he's uh, it has nothing to do with with Pablo Sandoval. I thought it was Meta World Peace for a long time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was. It was, and he changed it again. Now, did you say panda with a P? Yeah, P A N D A F R E F R I E N D. Panda friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he may great. have changed it back to world peace, but but it was for a while. He was panda friend for. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, whatever goes on in Ron Artest's head yeah. is like amusement park on acid. I mean, you, you, yeah. you nobody knows what so, the hell's going on in there. So he changed it just for one season when he was playing in China, and then he changed it back to Meta World Peace. Oh, and back well, in 2014. Back yeah, they, well, they love pandas. Thank there, you. Yeah. Wow. And you. I, you know, with all this stuff going on in foreign countries, I'd be scared to to play in any, uh, you know, like look look at. Britney hey, Rodman wants to go over and 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 rescue yeah. Brittany Griner, and they'll probably tri- they'll probably grab him and go. Okay, great. Now we got a second. Uh, please, please right. keep no. him. <laughs> I think that's a fair there. trade. <laughs> that's a fair trade. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, he'll get his friend, uh, you know, Jean, Kim Jong Young, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll give him a couple of draft picks. We'll give him Rodman and a couple yeah, of draft picks. Of draft picks. All right. I know FP. You were bringing up uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs. Yeah, He's a good guy. Pretty crazy. So. Utah is going to suck this year. My my prediction is the worst team in the NBA will be the Utah Jazz. Really? I'll yes. say it's the Oklahoma City Thunder just because they lost their first round draft pick to a season-ending injury, but. 
I like that, Russ. They're probably going to be one of the worst teams now. They're they're tell me, tell me who the star on the Utah Jazz is right now. Okay, that's not Rudy Gobert anymore. <laughs> no, and it's not Donovan Mitchell. You know, no. they 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 yeah. had to choose between one of those two players, and they wind up with neither one. That to me is not great management. No. Well, they just saw guys that they weren't going to win with what they had, right? And they can't win in the West. So they've had all these really good teams. They were like a one seed at one point, I believe. Just couldn't get the job done. They just never made it far in the playoffs. So they're just going for a complete teardown rebuild. And, you know, there's a lot of success in that sometimes. And they truly believe that they could draft well. But Donovan Mitchell for the Cleveland Cavaliers kind of came out of left field for me. I didn't really see it coming. I thought he was going to go to the Knicks or something because he's a huge New York sports but fan. But the Knicks thought – it's what Nick, Nick fans thought, and they're all yeah. mad now. He's a huge – Donovan Mitchell is known to be a huge baseball fan, a huge Mets fan. Uh-huh. That's besides the point. I thought – or the Miami Heat were a favorite, too. He would have been great on the Heat because the Heat are really lacking that huge superstar besides Jimmy Butler, who's kind of like – I wouldn't say he's a superstar, but he's a star in his own right. Yeah. But the Cavs now look like a team that can seriously compete, and they were scrappy last year, and they had a bunch of young guys, and they overperformed. So this is actually pretty exciting stuff. Hey, guys, wait, wait, quick commercial break. Sorry, guys. Hey, in probably the greatest comeback and win in NFL history, Frank Wright, uh, subbing for Buffalo Bills, Jim, uh, Jim Kelly, led the Bills to an overtime playoff victory after being down 35-3 in the second half. Who was the Bills' opposition that day, January 3rd, 1993? Stay with us. Already spoiled. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 
That's 800-437-8217. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Uh, third trivia question and probably the greatest comeback win in NFL history. Frank Wright, something for Buffalo Bills starter Jim Kelly, led the Bills to an overtime playoff victory after being down 35-3 early in the second half. And I was, I was rooting against the Bills, but that, that was very disappointing for me. Uh, who was the Bills' opposition that day? Uh, Houston Oilers. Houston, Houston Oilers. Oilers. Houston Oilers number Oilers one. Number I hated one. that song. <laughs> it was the Houston stupidest. Oilers. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers number one. I mean, it was that was what I watched every minute of that game. I I got to tell you. I watched every minute of it, and it proves to me when the announcers say, don't watch any more of this game, it's over, it's done, yeah. that is a game you don't ever want to leave. If you, watch, if, you, if, if you go back the to the highlights, thing. if you go back to the highlights, the Houston Oilers defensive back, and I don't know who it was, he just seemed to let the wide receivers just catch the balls, no matter where they it was, were. It was one of the most amazing second halves by a guy that you've never even heard of, yeah, Frank Reich. Yeah. You know, I mean, and he really didn't do much else with his career. No, either. except for now he's the uh, is the coach of who's he? The, who's he coaching? Is it the Titans? No, um, the Panthers. He's he's an NFL. But it's coach truly, how person. one half of football can make your NFL career if you yeah. do the right thing. That is for sure. Okay, guys, uh, we're gonna uh, here's our uh, thought. Here. Oh, the Colts. That's right. That's right. He's with the Colts. Okay. Here's our thoughts for the day. How did the pig stop sunbathing? Why, excuse me, why did the pig stop sunbathing? He was baking in the bacon. sun, of course. Something right? about bacon. I absolutely of course it has to be about bacon. I have okay. enough time to form the answer, but that's right. I okay. knew it was coming. What, what health issue did the golfer have? And iron deficiency. Okay, and with that, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101, where we'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Adios. Adios.